Welcome to Laughing at Myself. I'm your host, Taryn Lane, and this is where I dive into the subjects that have been on my mind in a lighthearted, thought-provoking way. I want to talk about that time that we ran into like four different Amway reps in the same park back where we used to live. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh, yes. It was interesting because, I don't know, they must have been using the park as like a go-to hunting ground for finding people. I'm not sure why, but it was always that that one park. I definitely think that they must have planned it. Because why else would we have literally four people at the same place? I remember the first time we were just walking around the park and there was this swing in the middle and so we were messing around with it and there was this couple that was sitting there. And the guy was just visiting with us because I think, Cammy, you were swinging on the swing and... He was like pushing one of his kids on the swing as well. And this guy's wife was just, you know, sitting over there on the park bench. And so we were chatting and it seemed at first just like really casual, just sort of conversational and just like you would chat with someone at the park. But then it turned kind of odd, but it was hard to put your finger on what exactly was was happening. Yeah. And I thought that one weird thing was the, the wife never came over to like talk with us. She just like stayed sitting at the bench. So it was literally just the husband. I think she knew that it was a sales pitch. <laughs> Almost like the, the, the roll your eyes, I'm just going to let you do your thing attitude. But like it seemed odd in the moment, but not odd enough to like really put your finger on or do anything about. But just like, huh, maybe they're just weirdos, you know? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, that encounter ended with the guy. Um, the conversation turned to like financial independence and stuff. And that's when it started to feel a little bit sales pitchy. Like he wasn't actually pitching anything, though. It just had all of the characteristics of a conversation where someone is pitching you something, which is why it felt especially odd. And I remember that he mentioned that he is working with some couple that he knows that is teaching him about financial independence. And if I wanted to, I could get in touch with them. And in the awkwardness of the moment, I, I think I let him get my number because I was like, yeah, whatever. And then we left. And then he texted me later on, like a couple days later, and I kind of just ignored it because I figured it was something salesy. It had to have been because he was pitching all like that. Oh, you can retire early. It's so easy to make money and I love doing it, but I'm not going to tell you any details because it's not my secrets to give. You have to go to these other people. It was just one occurrence and I, I kind of asked him a few questions because I love personal finance and I talk about that stuff all the time and I like to do it on my own. And so I asked him like, oh, cool. What, are, what is the method? And it was just kind of like the random nonsense that made me realize, okay, this guy either doesn't know what he's talking about or he's involved in some sort of scam or something. And so that's why I didn't follow up with him at all. Then it happened again. And I think the second time it was a friend of mine that reached out on Facebook. Well, he wasn't really even a friend. He was just an acquaintance from high school. It was like months that he just like the occasional back and forth message, you know, yeah. when I would log in every couple of days, there'd be a response back from him. And it felt weird. Like, okay, either this guy is like randomly being more friendly yeah, uncanny, friendly reaching out. And so I was like, okay, he's either trying to sell me something and he's really patient. I stalked his Facebook profile and he was like a member of a church in his community. And so I was wondering if this was like a long play at, you know, inviting me to some virtual church thing. Missionary work. Yeah, I mean, I could see people doing that, but I was like, I mean, he hasn't said anything yet. And I do remember him from high school. So maybe he like, like I, I didn't interact with him a lot, but then he reached out to me. So I was like, whatever, I'll play along. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And sure enough, conversation turned to financial independence at some point and discontentment with life. Like it was almost like he was putting out feelers to see if I was not content with my job or my education or didn't like having to go into work. And 
and I, I was satisfied. So he didn't really, couldn't really go anywhere over there. But anyways, he still launched into, well, I didn't like my job or I didn't go to, I don't remember what his thing was. I think he was in the military or something and he had tried going to school. And, but anyways, the, the end of the story was that he was found this new path that was super awesome that was going to bring him to financial independence. And it was great because he didn't have to worry about, you know, the school and the work and things that people normally have to. I was like, okay, this is weird. And, and it was two times in a relatively close proximity when I had never before run into people try to pitch me something like that or not even pitch me something just like awkwardly not pitch me something but with all the characteristics of pitching me something which means they are pitching you something they just want to be your idea eventually to then go to the same person that they're learning all their wisdom from the the other time was in that same park i think there were two other people that we ran into like the months afterwards yeah one was a random guy he noticed that we were wearing byu shirts remember he was like oh are you byu fans like hmm yeah And then he was pretty friendly, and then he started asking about my job and what I was doing, and then he started asking you about your job, and I feel like at that point, since we had had two interactions already, we were like, okay, what are we going to do the third time? And Well, and after the first time, or the the first couple times, there's definitely something similar here. They didn't give any specifics, so I wanted to, like, Google it to see if other people ran into the same weirdness, but it was hard to know what to Google because they didn't give any concrete... um, Specifics. Yeah, they wouldn't answer any details about what it was they were doing. And I think the way I I finally found that got some results on Reddit was that they both mentioned a couple that was teaching them how to be financial independent. Yeah. And and the vagueness of their interactions. And I stumbled onto the Reddit goldmine of just tons of other people with the exact same thing as myself where they're like, I didn't know what to Google. Like, I couldn't figure out what was going on, but it was weird. I had these couple of encounters and I found this Reddit page. And it was just everyone sharing their experiences, and they were almost the same. Some people came and talked to them and made it seem super casual, and then at some point they started being vaguely hinting of a couple that was teaching them financial independence, but they weren't giving any details about how, but then they tried to get people to be interested enough to give them a number. And then there were a couple of examples of people that had a significant others or girlfriends or boyfriends or family members that went with it and went down the road and far enough to know that it eventually led to Amway, essentially. But, yeah. But not Amway, it was because Amway has a bunch of subsidiaries, I guess, to kind of mask the fact that it's really Amway and the Amway name carries a lot of stigma. So they have these subsidiaries that people get channeled to through these agents that are out in parks talking to people. And uh, it's kind of really shady the way that it's like some some universal approach they're taught. Well, and it we the third time you were kind of prepared with what kind of questions that you would ask that would be kind of more specific to try to get them to almost admit, like, are you Amway? <laughs> oh, yeah. Without actually asking if they were Amway, because, you know, they'd be like, well, no. Um, but the, I feel like the third t- third guy, we were there for, like, an hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I swear you were drilling that poor boy. <laughs> oh, I, I, I came prepared. I was like, okay, if we run into another one of these guys at the park, I'm not leaving until I get him to, like, give me some specifics or, like, I won't take no, because it's so tempting to just be like, okay, they said something nonsensical and vague, and they've said it no matter what kinds of question I asked, to just leave it at that. But I didn't want to leave it at that. I'm like, I'm going to get this person to to say re- something, reveal the truth of what's up, either confirm that this is the same Amway thing I saw on the internet, or, you know, anything, or even just to give up and... and well, and you were, then the thing was, you were nice, but you were stern. Yeah. So you, you, were, you drilled him, and I could tell he was uncomfortable because he was... 
you were kind of forcing him to say more than he probably wanted to or had been trained to. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we were still nice to the to yeah. the to the poor boy. We weren't mean. <laughs> it was just that he said like like they'd say, oh yeah, this couple's teaching me financial independence. I'm like, oh cool. What kind of things are they doing? Are they using a like are they teaching you to do investing in stock markets or are they talking about passive income funds, side hustles? What is their you know strategy towards financial independence? And he'd say something like, oh, it's it's back channel digital sales architecture revolution, you know, just dumb jargon words. And so I would say, oh, like, okay, so you said, and I would like pick apart what he said and say, so are you saying that they, you know, buy products and then sell it to other markets? And the, he just like looked at me and like <laughs> realized that... He didn't want to admit that, yes, that is pretty much what I do. <laughs> well, well, and he just like realized that I knew enough because, I mean, I went to business school and I no technology, and I know personal finance, which are the three categories of these jargon words that usually, I'm sure, they throw out, and people are like, oh, I don't know what all these are. I'm just going to pretend like it made sense and move on. But I'm just yeah. like, wait a second, that doesn't make sense. based on." And I, I don't know a lot about business, but I know enough at least to pretend that I'm confident mm-hmm. and to know when I should ask more questions because I don't get it, and they're not prepared to answer specific questions of people that know what they're talking about. Because then you won't buy into their program. <laughs> you won't contact that couple and then go to 12-step classes. And then and then the fourth guy, he was pretty socially awkward. That guy, he, he, was, he was a gem. That one I saw even faster than the other ones to yeah. where he was directly trying to awkwardly build rapport in a, in a way that wasn't really working. And then he had his pitch. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting that they have, it feels like they all sat down in a class and someone said, here are the topics to avoid. Here's the lines you can feed people that'll get them to not want to ask more questions, but think that you're smart and know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And here's the way to avoid giving any information if they ask questions. Because people came back to me with the same bits of, oh, I can't tell you more because it takes a while to understand this stuff. And it's taken me months to figure out how this process works. So I can't expect you to understand it right now. Just trust me and, and get in touch with these people. Right. And it's like, huh. And I liked what you said. You're like, uh, you should have like a, uh, what what did you call it? Like a... Uh, elevator pitch? Elevator pitch. And they couldn't even do that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, kind of guilted them a little bit because, so we're in Orem, right? We're near BYU. There's a lot of members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in the area. So it's, it's almost a sure bet when you meet people, you can kind of figure out pretty early on if they're members of the church. And so I would guilt them when they couldn't come up with the elevator type pitch of what it was that they were pitching to say like, look, you know, if you're at the gospel and you're trying to spread the gospel, you're going to have an elevator pitch because people need to know the core essential of what you're offering them. Right. And you should be able to distill it down to something a child could understand. And if it's something that you can't boil out that simple explanation, it's probably a scam or it's probably false or you're probably deceiving people and you're not doing what you're supposed to. So I kind of like drilled into their their guilt centers a little bit by relating <laughs> it to the gospel. Well, I think the thing is they've kind of convinced themselves that what they're doing is going to be really great and it's going to be great for their families, it's great for other people. But I think that if it's something to where you have to convince other people that it's good in order to be well off yourself, like if you can't convince enough people, then you're not going to make it then it's bad because then those people will have to then convince other people this is a really great thing and if you don't think so i'm gonna fail (laughs) it's the idea that the only way 
you can get out of something or, or derive benefit from something is convincing enough people after you to climb into the same pit so you can climb out on their shoulders, which just reeks of not goodness. It's just... Yeah, and this is different from people who actually believe in their product and they're like, actually, I swear by this. I love it. Like, if you want to buy some, try it out. If you want to sell it, let me know. But the people who really, really believe in their product, they're not as pushy because they, you know, their product speaks for themselves, you know? Yeah, like if you're going to sell essential oils to me and you use them yourselves and you're just saying, hey, look, I use these oils for these things. I find it great. It's fun. If you're interested in in buying some or or learning more or want to try some out, hit me up. Happy to share. That comes across really well and and naturally and you could tell that people are being sincere and, and you can identify it. But when they're not just feels cold and hollow and and that's all of these these interactions they were they were terrible (laughs) yeah well and that's a different thing is like the people who try to sell us essential oils they are direct they have their elevator pitch ready to go and i respect that lavender will cure whatever or or make you i don't yeah lavender makes you calm and comfortable i don't don't know the, the specifics of the different essential oils but i don't mind that it's when you have to talk to a guy for an hour it's getting dark in a park late at night going in circles, trying to get him to admit what he's for, and then you finally come out and say, him, say so is this one of those uh, subsidiaries of Amway? And then he looks uncomfortable and finally <laughs> says, yeah, I think they're I think they're under that group. I'm like, oh, finally, I got some yeah. sort of concrete. I think he just gave up. He's like, okay, I'm not selling any of these people. And I'll have you know, we did see him again in the park, and we waved at him on a different day. Oh, and yeah, he, chatting he with was, other people? Yeah, he was pitching to a young girl, I think. I could tell he was pitching because he, he, you know, he had the posture of I'm pitching something. That's like the ethical question, right? Do you go up and <laughs> tell the poor girl that, look, this guy's just an Amway salesman, like just, just heads up. Yeah. So you don't think he's just being nice or then you kind of got to stay out of other people's businesses and let them figure out for themselves. But I want to go up and just say, oh, hi. I think his name was Todd or something. I don't remember. It was a T name. Like, hi, Todd. How's your Amway sales going? <laughs> and then just, just passively walk away. We're bad because we both, Cammy and I both, after we had these encounters, we started talking about all the different ways we could be silly or... I mean, it's kind of like you're given a license to be silly past the point of civility sometimes because yeah. they start, they started it, it feels like. <laughs> you know, they, they're, they're misusing community communication protocols in order to try to sell you something. And so why can't I misuse those same community communication protocols to perform a little silly stunt with Cammie where we pretend like, I don't know, she's having a baby or something right in the middle of a conversation (laughs) and then she runs off awkwardly and I have to chase after her. (laughs) Which I'm not pregnant, so it would, uh, probably not that one until I... Unless I gained a lot of weight. That would be real, that would make it funny is that That, you're no signs of being pregnant at all. Like, the baby's coming. What? (laughs) (laughs) The baby is coming. The baby is coming. The British are coming. Just, like, strut away. Or be like, oh, I think my mother just called. (laughs) Yeah, you're great at ridiculous walks. (laughs) So, I think we spent, like, a half an hour one night at the park where we were just walking around, going through all the different silly walks we could do the next time we ran into that another Amway rep and we needed to get away. Or how we could... Pretend to, like, be crazy and be like, oh, like, you know, we're hearing voices and be like, no, I I don't think he's crazy. I think he's really selling something. (laughs) (laughs) And then the person we're talking to is just like, what? (laughs) Luckily, we never did do that because, well, we moved. And we're nice people. It probably, well, that and I'm 
I feel like I'm, I'm a lot of talk when it comes to thinking of funny things to do, but I don't actually don't do actually it because I'd be embarrassed. I did take advantage of the conversation we have to try to teach them a little bit of personal finance. Yes. In ways that like, look, this is how I'm working towards financial independence. And I, they, the guy had never heard of a Roth IRA or a 401k and things. He wasn't doing any of that. And so I said, hey, this, here's what you should do. You know, if this Amway thing doesn't work out, mm-hmm. you know, me thinking that, of course, it won't or it won't be as good as he thinks it is. Or maybe he'll see the light and realize he just needs to do something else with his life. You should start maxing out your contributions to a Roth IRA and here's how this will work out over time as you contribute money to it and mm-hmm. kind of preached a little bit to him and then ended with, you know, hey, if you ever want to chat again, I'm happy to share more personal finance knowledge with you. <laughs> We'll be it. We'll be the couple to teach you how to retire early, but <laughs> but with no association to Amway. But with no association to Amway, we'll just give you the advice that we just personally follow based off our own conscience. It makes me think a lot about how people go about making money and how there's plenty of ways to make money, but not all of those feel like correct ways. Like yeah. they're legal and everything, but they just don't feel like you're going about making the world a better place. You're just basically gambling on your ability to convince other people that something has value in its ability to be sold later on. Like when, when people talk about real estate that way, I think real estate costs so much is because so many people are convinced that the value of a property is not in what you use it for, but in how much you can sell it for later. And as mm. long as you think you can sell it for more later, you're willing to pay a lot of money now for it. But you might not even care about necessarily where it is or what it's like. You just think that two years down the road, you'll convince some other chum that he can resell it later on. And you'll pawn it off to him, which is why I try to stay away from anything that feels like that. Like when I buy stocks, I don't buy them just because I think they'll go up in value and I can convince some other person to buy them because they'll think they'll get more value on them later. I try to buy them because I think the stocks themselves are for companies that I like the vision that they're working towards. And I think over a long period, they'll grow in what they're providing and the actual value of the business itself, not just that the general populace is going to think this stock is worth more in a year. So I'm going to buy it. I don't care what the business actually does. I just think that they'll think it's worth more. Kind of like Tesla. That was a fad where it's just like, oh, Tesla's coming out with a new thing. So everyone should buy their stocks right away. And then it jumped up like $600 in a day. But I could I could see buying Tesla if you looked at what it was doing and you're like, I think they're visionaries in how they're pioneering battery technology and their strategies for selling cars. If you're buying it for that reason and you think the price is worth that for you and what they'll achieve in the future, then it makes sense. Mm-hmm. If you're just buying it because you think it's skyrocketing and you think you can sell it at its peak, yeah, you can make money, but it doesn't feel like like a... A wise investment. A worthwhile way to put your efforts towards making money to also improve mankind or to have any sort of benefit on society. Yeah, that's a good point. This is why I would make a terrible salesman is because... <laughs> Unless I really believed in a product, I would have a hard time selling it. I'd yeah. be like, look, you you low-key don't need this, or it's not the right one for you. And mm-hmm. it'd be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Because I'd be really convincing about why they don't need it. But I'm supposed to be being convincing about why they do need it. You'd probably say, can I look at all of your finances to make sure that this is the right path for you? <laughs> <laughs> you'd be more like, you, I guess you'd have to sell yourself as a coach, and like a financial coach rather than selling a product. But, you know, th- if there are things that I do believe in, I think I can be persuasive or at least stubborn enough <laughs> definitely <laughs> do you ever run into any salespeople when you were single before we got married no i well hmm 
I mean, now I work in a car dealership, so I talk to salesmen every day, but, but they're, they're not, all pretty decent guys. And they're not trying to sell you something. And they're not trying to sell me something. If, if they do, it's a joke. They're like, Cammie, do you need a new car yet? And I'll say, no. And they're like, let <laughs> me know when you do. Um, but I don't think I ever ran into any Amway people. Or I feel like when I was in college, though, I wasn't very approachable because I was always on a mission. Oh, yeah, like where you walk from A to B and you uh-huh. just beeline it and... Woman automation. Uh, I was a fast walker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then if I had classmates, you know, try to socialize with me, it was usually pretty brief. Like, we were nice and social, but I was too busy dating you. I didn't really make a whole lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was busy trying to sell myself to you. Yeah. Uh, you did a good job, babe. Well, you fell for it, so. I did. Yeah. I keep falling for it every day. Little do you know, this is just a really, really long game for selling you some Amway products. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm enjoying the ride, <laughs> so I'll probably, I'd buy them from you, babe. Oh, uh, thanks. As long as you really, really believed in the product. It's like when people say anything around me about buying houses. I'm like, oh, Ooh, are yeah. we ready to talk about buying houses and when you should and shouldn't? And I feel like they don't realize they just opened a can of worms. And I, <laughs> yeah. and I, I try not to be mean, but I do come across as persistent and stubborn and... You know, I have my opinion, and unless you convince me to change it, I'm not going to change it or pretend like I've changed it. And that's the way I feel about a lot of people's house-buying approach is they're just doing it because someone convinced them they're throwing their money away on rent. Anyways, that's a whole other thing you could get into. But If you want that to be the next episode, please comment below. <laughs> yeah, make some comment or send me any sort of message about, but Taryn, shouldn't I should buy a house because... Someone said that I'm wasting money on rent, and oh, yeah, I'll come back with a lot of stuff. And I'll, I'll be ready to have the conversation, definitely. <laughs> also, if you think Taryn should be a financial coach. <laughs> so. See, I don't want to be a financial coach because I don't. I tell people you shouldn't spend money on people coaching you on finances. <laughs> I know, it's true. But some people, they just need that. Taryn will give you a really good deal. He'll pr- probably just give it to you for free if you just ask him because he's really opinionated. <laughs> yeah, make some comment about how you don't want to waste your money on spending on other people telling you how to spend your money, but you still want to learn, and then, I, of course, I can't charge you anything at that point, because <laughs> that's exactly the... That's how you feel. That's the argument I would make. I, I feel bad a little bit that I didn't let that guy go, and I just didn't take no for an answer, but at the same time, if you're going to be making a claim to someone, and it's just completely nebulous, and you're using jargon and fluff words, you got to expect to be called out Yeah. by people that know what they're talking about, or at least know that you don't know what you're talking about. Well, and I'm sure that he's trained. You got to have thick skin if you're trying to sell because you're just going to have some tough customers and babe, you're the toughest. I wonder if people feel the same way I feel about these Amway agents that they do about missionaries for the church mm. that come across as really friendly, but they know that they're going to try to pitch in the church. It's, it's kind of made me think a lot about how people might feel about those situations and how people can reassess the way they go about sharing the gospel or trying to invite people to come to their church and and maybe not that you don't that you shouldn't make those pitches or that you shouldn't be kind of people but that you're upfront and honest when people ask deeper questions about what your ultimate goal with them is yeah which you know i remember when i was a missionary being taught that you're supposed to be upfront and honest and say our goal is to help you come to the point where you're baptized and you join the church and you come closer to christ and i think that's one of the reasons why they stress that so much is when missionaries beat around the bush for months, just kind of help people with other random things in their life. It can feel the same way it felt with these Amway agents. We're like, look, just tell me what you're here for. Yeah. And give me the whole picture. Don't act like you're trying to hide something. 
Well, and I think that's useful because then the people can really choose whether or not they want to work towards that or not. They can know exactly what you're there for. And I think that it could be useful to be direct, but also um, not... Uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Is it that you don't have something to hide? No, it's like sometimes abruptness or bluntness can be off-turning. Mm -hmm. Especially if someone has never heard about... Like, let's say the gospel, for example, and then you're like, well, my goal is to teach you so you'll be baptized. Where it's just like, wait, 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 I'm kind of good where I'm at. And yeah. that's kind of too forward for me. And so I think some in, the, in some cases, moving slower could be better, but I don't know. But then if they ask you, yeah. so what, what are you ultimately here for? What's your game plan? Then you can tell them. And you'll you be honest. Be because if you, if you truly believe in what you're doing, you shouldn't see any reason why you need to beat around the bush or try to hide the end goal. Because when you do that, it's like you know that they won't like where it's headed if they knew where it was headed. Right. And and there are some things that kind of, I mean, things that are like that. For example, you don't want to launch into really complicated mathematical topics with people when they're still learning algebra. So if they ask you a question that can only be answered with a complex mathematical equation, you maybe don't launch into all the details, but you should still be able to tell them, look, there's this other form of math. You know, you've got calculus that'll teach you how to do this. Do you want to hear more? And if they're open to it, yeah. If they're not like, oh, that's really complicated. Like, okay, let's go back to these basics that I was teaching because they'll prepare you to understand what that mm -hmm. is. There's definitely ways to do it in a right way. And this Amway 101 class that they teach him, I feel like is just a corruption of that. It's like they don't want to mention anything about Amway because they know that'll be a complete turnoff for people. They'll immediately think, oh, multi-level marketing, I don't want to do this. Right. And if they reel them in slowly with these promises of financial independence and they target discontented college dropouts who are rethinking their life, they can convince them that, oh, there's a better way. They can be smarter than all their friends who have to go to jobs because they can do this other thing. They get them really interested and hooked and then they're in too deep and they already convinced themselves this is what they want to do and then they end up having to sell Amway to someone else. Yeah, and then they feel like that's like their only option now. Yeah. That is true. The main thing about this whole encounter was... Just when there's something weird, odd, that you can't put your finger on, but then you end up being able to successfully Google what it is, that feeling was really satisfying. And I think that's why this felt so impactful to me more than other things maybe that were happening at the same time is because I felt like I sleuthed it out. I figured out the what the scam led to and I pieced together a few clues and then found it on the internet and then confronted the next person I met with it and, and grilled them until they broke. Like, it just felt like a little satisfying personal character arc for myself, you know, just to discover the mystery. Right. And I think the thing is, is the reason why you don't like it is because we're assuming that they don't actually believe that their products are great and worth selling because they're not direct. Yeah, yeah. And that's the difference. So if you sell for Amway out there, whoever is listening, we're not judging you if you actually believe in what you're doing and what you're selling is great. But you should maybe not do it the way that Amway is teaching you to do it because <laughs> they know that people aren't going to be believing in it and that's why they have to hide the fact that it is what it is until right. they've got people hooked. At least that's my theory. Which I think is a pretty good theory. So maybe the ideal thing was if you're a salesman, get to know people, just be nice to everyone, and then if you think that it could benefit them, then you just pitch to certain people. And I mean, you can convince pitch to everyone, but 
not in the way where you try to lead them along and get them to want to commit to being involved before they even know what it is, right? Because let's say you, you sold Amway and you really thought it was a great way for people to spend some extra time making some extra money and the products were great and reasonably priced or it was a great way to get those products and you liked to bring it up in conversations with, have with people, why not just, you know, someone says that they're not sure that they're college track is where they want to go and they're not content at their job and they're and you ask them you know are you thinking of trying other things out and they're like yeah I'd be open to it and you say you might be interested in, in looking into helping sell products to other people because it could be something you're good at and if you're good at socializing it's a good way to you know basically get paid to do marketing on your own time hmm. that that could be a more effective pitch than this is why you could be financially independent and I'm going to make up some words that don't mean anything about how it works and I won't tell you any details you just have to trust me and come talk to these people who will show you the light. It's like they're doing some secret Jedi training and <laughs> you can't know their secrets until you swear the oath of fealty to Amway before you're led into the, the inner circle of trust and you learn their strategies. It just, right. just feels like something you don't want to be associating with. Although if Amway has like a Jedi circle, I'd be into it. Oh, if I got a lightsaber, I'd, I'd look into selling Amway. <laughs> they have a lightsaber. But does Amway sell it? No. Yeah, so... I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> Can I lift boxes with my mind if I sell Amway? I don't think so. But think... maybe maybe you don't. Maybe they don't show you that until you <laughs> commit <laughs> to sell. It's it's on your twelfth uh, lesson. Like a twelve step program. twelve step program to how to lift boxes with your mind. <laughs> and, and swing a lightsaber. Yep. See, I feel like they could lead with that and <laughs> get a lot of people, <laughs> more people interested in participating. Oh, for sure. Sign me up. I mean, financial independence is great, but lightsabers and force powers. <laughs> Man. That's where it's at. We'll see what happens if we run into any more around the parks where we're living now. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I'm, I'm tempted to out-conspiracy them in a way, you know, like tell them that I have a couple that's teaching me financial independence. And <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Just, just out-vague them and, and... Or we could say, see, we're a couple that teaches financial independence. <laughs> oh, that would be good, yeah. I mean, that's kind then, of... Then we're not lying, we could. Technically, I mean, you could probably classify this podcast as teaching financial independence in a way, so... Or at least uh, self-reliance. Yeah. I mean, you know. Or just not being shady with convincing other people to spend money on stuff, so... And we would preach not to get in debt, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, that would... I think that should be that our plan, babe. That way we won't be lying, right? Yeah, exactly. We'll try to sign them up for our 12-month program. <laughs> Watch out, next Amway agent, to talk to us. Cammy and I are going to be ready. We're going to teach you all about financial independence. And if you hadn't thought about opening a Roth IRA beforehand, we're going to make sure you leave our encounter determined to do one. Hey, thanks for listening. If you've recently learned something interesting about yourself or just had a fun line of thought on this or any other topic, then let me know. I'd love to hear about your ideas. In the meantime, stay sharp out there, folks.